Hello and welcome to Forgotten Cello Music. This is from Traveling Cello. I'm Aaron. Today is episode 19 with Oscar Bruckner. I'm going to be reading from Cellus of the Present in Word and Picture, originally in German from Hamburg, German, 1903. Oscar Bruckner. His name, to some of you, might resemble that of Anton Bruckner's name, who was an Austrian composer known for his long symphonies. However, it is different. They are not related. Anton Bruckner has no umlaut over the U, so it is pronounced U, while Oscar Bruckner does have an umlaut over the U in Bruckner, and the U is pronounced U. So it's the difference between U and U. There are only four works that are uploaded, three of which are for cello. The other one is for violin and piano. We've got Gedenkblatt for violin and piano, Noturno, which you will hear later in the background, Opus 37, violin, cello, and piano, three pieces for violin, cello, and piano, Opus 53, and short studies for cello, Opus 30, for cello alone. And you will hear some excerpts from there. There are 20 studies altogether. Unfortunately, there is nothing else uploaded, despite, later you will hear for yourselves, the mention of a cello concerto and other little songs, some other instructive works. On to the reading from the book titled Cellists of the Present in Word and Picture, a Hamburg 1903 publication. The English translation is my own. Page 33, Oskar Bruckner, Cellist of the Present in Word and Picture. Oskar Bruckner was born on January 2, 1857 in Erfurt. His father prepared him for his musical career. He received his first cello lessons from concertmaster Herlitz in Ballenstedt, and then went to Dresden to study with Professor Friedrich Grutzmacher. There he finished the most important part of his studies. While he was studying with Grutzmacher, he also had theory lessons from Felix Dreisecker. After completing his education, he went on successful concert tours through Germany, Russia, Holland, and Poland. Thereafter, he would take up the appointment of solo cellist at the Großherzogliches Hoftheater, or the Grand Ducal Court Theater, in Neustrelitz. Upon resignation from that position, which he held from 1882 to 1884, he retained the title of chamber virtuoso. Since 1886, he has been engaged as solo cellist at the Royal Theater in Wiesbaden, where he was also named Royal Concertmaster in 1896. In addition, he is teacher at the Wiesbaden Conservatory. Bruckner belongs to the top-rate masters of the cello. Along with his unfailing technique, he is especially effective through his wonderful tone and his genuinely musical performances. 
He has also distinguished himself as a talented composer, and in addition to a cello concerto with orchestra, there are several solo pieces and instructive arrangements for cello, piano pieces, etc. He published a large number of heartfelt and extremely gratefully written songs. Bruckner is a knight of high German and foreign quarters. One note before I read this, as a reminder, I am reading it for a couple of reasons. Uh, the first is, it was originally written in German, and since I do speak German, I think it is uh, a nice thing. You can hear the tone. Um, one disclaimer is that I don't practice German often anymore, so my pronunciation has waned quite a lot and is probably off the mark more than I'd like. Despite that, I like German and wish to read it for my own pleasure. If you'd wish to skip the German portion, skip ahead about two minutes to the conclusion of this episode. Thanks. Oskar Bruckner, Seite 33. Das Original auf Deutsch. Oskar Brückner. Geboren am 2. Januar 1857 zu Erfurt, wurde er von seinem Vater für den Musikberuf vorbereitet. Er hielt den ersten Cellounterricht von Konzertmeister Herlitz in Ballenstedt und kam dann nach Dresden wo er den wichtigsten Teil seiner Studien bei Professor Friedrich Gritzmacher absolvierte. Während er theoretischen Unterricht von Felix Dreisecke erhielt. Nach vollendeter Ausbildung machte Brückner erfolgreiche Konzertreisen in Deutschland, Russland, Holland und Polen. Auf Theater in Neustrelitz angestellt und erhielt beim Rücktritt von dieser Stellung, die er von 1882 bis 1884 innehatte, den Titel eines Kammerdichter in Wiesbaden engagiert, wo er 1896 zum königliches Konzertmeister ernannt wurde. Außerdem ist er Lehrer am Wiesbadener Konservatorium. Brückner gehört zu den Cellomeistern allerersten Ranges. Neben seiner unfehlbaren Technik wirkt er besonders durch seinen wundervollen Ton und einen echt musikalischen Vortrag. Auch als talentvoller Komponist hat er sich hervorgetan und außer einem Cellokonzert mit Orchester mehreren Solostücken und instruktiven Arrangements für Cello, Klavierstücken und andere veröffentlicht er eine große Zahl tief empfundener und außerordentlich dankbar geschriebener Lieder. Brückner ist Ritter hoher deutscher und ausländischer Orden. Now for the recordings that you hear playing in the background. 
I have done his Nocturne, Opus 37 for cello and piano, and I've done all 20 of his studies for cello, Opus 30. You'll hear excerpts from the Nocturne and a number of the 20 studies for cello. The Nocturne is a charming piece. I did all of the preparation work in one afternoon. I entered the music into MuseScore to be rendered as a MIDI recording so that I could play along with it. I played through it once and then I pressed the record button and that's what you hear in the background now. I think overall it's not bad. It's out of balance, yes. The piano needs some work and it's a little too fast. I'd like to go back and revisit that for, for those two main reasons. Then the studies, I also put those down in recording in one afternoon, in fact, directly following the nocturne. There are 20 pieces. Now these studies are fascinating to me. They're very well laid out and they have a clear schedule, a clear uh, modus operandi. There are six keys, three major, C, G, D, and three minor, A, E, B. And you might recognize immediately that they are C, G, D, and then their relative minors, A, E, B. Each of these keys are introduced with a scale, and you can practice them, of course, with some imagination. You can use whatever bowings you want. Bruckner writes down some bowings. Then each key has three or four numbers associated with that key. So you've got etudes uh, for each key. C has, three, I think, four pieces written, G has three or four, and so on and so forth, until he comes to 20 pieces in total. And it's interesting that some of these pieces have a technical note and explain a little bit about how to think about your left hand or how to think about your bowing. These studies are to be practiced at first quite slowly. Teacher and pupil are to pay strict attention to the leaving down of the fingers and to the production of a steady, clear tone. And in some cases there are alternate bowings which can be practiced. And even some of those bowings go up to six different bowings. There's a lot of things that can be done here. They're very inventive. Um, they're not crazy. Uh, inventive, I mean to say that they they utilize the lower positions in a clever way. After I recorded these 20 numbers, a thought occurred to me. About a year ago, I did a series called Technically Speaking, which were based on Hugo Schlemüller's first pieces for the young cellist, Opus 19, and they were duets, 
cello duets, 20 of them to be precise. And that's probably what triggered the thought. I think it might be interesting to not only do something of a technically speaking series two on Oskar Bruckner's studies for cello, but also maybe a, a comparison where I redo the Schlemuller, or maybe not a comparison, but a almost like a curriculum, because the the Schlemuller pieces are so simple that they start the cellist student off, and then the Bruckner pieces would continue that form of, of learning. exactly when I will get to it. I have some plans coming up for uh, the American Independence Day, 4th of July. I found some very cool arrangements, fantasies actually, on American songs, Americana, by a cellist that immigrated to America, doing maybe doing his part in integrating into society. I find it very interesting and uh, one of them is a national song called The Red, White, and Blue. It's quite a neat piece. All Everything's in the first position. So be looking forward to that. That brings us to the conclusion and the ending of episode 19 about Oskar Bruckner. Please remember, play more forgotten cello music and see you in, in the next episode. <laughs>